Welcome to Star Wars Through the Ages, a positive podcast for pod people, by pod people. This podcast examines why we love Star Wars, the amazing space odyssey. We will look in depth at the way it binds the galaxy and us together through its timeline and ours. I'm your host, Charlie Skywalker. Thanks for joining me. Now sit back and relax as we explore Star Wars through the ages. All wings report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. Lock air spoils in attack position. Good afternoon, good evening, everybody. How is everyone doing? Hopefully everyone is being safe, keeping up with that social distancing nonsense that we have to do. Hopefully nobody is too affected by what's going on. Uh, It definitely is a learning experience as far as... Uh, all the precautions that we're having to take, um, some more willing than others. Uh, it's pretty crazy when you drive out and you have to get like groceries or whatnot for the week. And the you, you see there's hardly anybody on the road, but you go by a Home Depot or you go by Lowe's and... Uh, they have so much, uh, so many people in their parking lot that it's it's packed, and there's lines of waiting for uh, people to uh, to go into the stores uh, just because everyone's shut at home, and everyone has uh, you know all these uh, honeydew lists or projects that they're working on uh, to try to to get it in, and then you go by Walmart, and that place is just a proverbial zoo. Uh, people coughing and hacking all over everything. Uh, you know, it's, I had one lady that uh, in the Walmart that uh, I was at, and she went to cough, and instead of covering up her mouth, she put her hands behind her back and just coughed right out in front. Of, I mean, uh, you talk about looked like so she dropped a grenade. People just. Uh, just scattered. It, it was pretty crazy. So we'll check in on the live chat here. Rule Farm Boy, Anthony, thanks for stopping in. Mr. Ez, always good to see you. Hopefully you guys are doing well. So yeah, I labeled this one just uh, randomness of a fractured mind. Uh, fractured mind is just mine. Um, of course, we all have our comings and goings says. Uh, as fracturedness goes and I just had so many topics that was uh, that were on my mind that I it was hard to really narrow it down to uh, to what was yeah you know, what, what I really wanted to cover um, normally I have pages and notes and things to turn to but uh, this week I really didn't uh, I just kind of, you know, here I'll show you, you know, just uh, just general jotting down little things and 
that uh, that I wanted to cover. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Let me zoom in here. That way you guys can see my uh, my backdrop, freshly painted. My new sign that I have up here. Uh, some stickers that uh, of uh, fellow podcasters and just general art and stuff. Let's see if I can get this here. I kind of feel like Two Med Two, kind of showing off some of the things that I've gotten here recently. I'm gonna try to. That was just my phone. Zoom up. If you guys can see that, my uh, Battlefront Two helmet. So a little, little close for comfort here. I dropped my phone. Hold on. There we go. All right. But it's coming together. I like it. It's a little place to call my own. Uh, you know, it's uh, to chat with you guys. Um, I thought I said yes. I do see Michael there. Michael, uh, this is normally your stick, but uh, I am going to steal it because today I received a package in the mail. Oh, the uh, Battlefront 2 poster, I got that from um, GameStop Managers Conference. Uh, and uh, I was one of the few recipients to get one. It, they only made 10,000 of those. Uh, and uh, that one is uh, 2,560. So what's in the box? What was in the box was one of my all-time favorites, the X-Wing fighter model, but it's got the plexiglass disc that goes with it. So you put it into the disc and it looks like it's flying. There's no stand or anything that's really attached to. Um, so I'll get to paint that up put that together I'm hoping it will be a project uh, that me and my son will enjoy and also I think I got three more uh, Star Wars books in the mail uh, today uh, they should be out in the um, out in the mailbox I just haven't run uh, run down there to get it uh, yes it is AMT oh glare Ertle I always uh, enjoyed putting those together. Uh, they're a little more detailed, a little more involved than uh, the ones that they come uh, come out with now. Um, Bandai has put out some models. They're actually really cool looking, but they're very tiny. They are detailed. get used to where my camera is here so you know the, but they are tiny compared to you know you got uh, you have a the, here's the cross-section wing of the AMT 
versus the Bandai model that they make now. And you just see the difference. Much prefer the older models. Always a lot more fun to put together. But we'll have that up soon. Uh, as far as the books that I've gotten, uh, so far, um, I have the Resistance Reborn, uh, the novelization. Uh, I got Bloodline uh, in the mail. Uh, I also have um, uh, Lost Stars, uh, Dooku Jedi Lost, uh, and I believe Master and Apprentice, I believe, are the ones that are probably in the mailbox now. Uh, that way I can get uh, get my read on, get my Star Wars fix. Um, the way I chose my uh, reading materials is I went back through, uh, I guess I used Wikipedia, and uh, went and pulled up the, uh, uh, the canon timeline of the novels and I took out the young adult novels or the junior novels um, I'm not really into reading those maybe once I get caught up on the collection then I'll um, you know maybe I'll pick those up at another time just to have uh, everything complete um, but so I started at the beginning and I got I think the first five or six novels that they had there uh, on the list and I ordered them through Amazon uh, and Amazon I found some really cool deals half price half price books had a bunch of deals um, uh, what was the other one um, oh Goodwill uh, had uh, some that were on uh, on sale as well I think the average dollar amount I spent for books and they're in very good condition was it like a dollar and fifty cents per book so I th thought I scored a uh, pretty good deal there. And I'll start at the beginning of the timeline and I'll just read my way through uh, and have almost a cohesive story. I'll, you know, and I, I thought that'd be fun to try. But uh, let's see. Oh, yes, the, uh, the small Bondi mile, uh, models, they are uh, 144th scale. Uh, whereas the AMT models from the 80s and 90s were uh, 172nd scale. So uh, they are uh, twice as small, but they're all, um, they're all 3D printed. And so they can get a lot of, uh, get a lot of different uh, details in there that, that they couldn't get with the original plastic molds. And Miss Kylo Flores, hello. I see you there in the chat. Here, let me uh, throw this invite out as well in case there's somebody that is there that wants to join in. Let's see if that. Hopefully that uh, that went out. There we go. But yeah, so um, it's uh, like I said, with this whole 
COVID-19 thing going on and uh, the country coming to a halt. Uh, schools are um, no longer in session. Uh, so here at the house, I have uh, myself, I'm working from the house. Uh, I have uh, my wife, uh, she runs her business. She's a Mary Kay consultant, as I've said before. So any of your makeup needs, I can get you a, a good hook up there. Um, Skin care as well, uh, all sorts of stuff. But uh, yeah, that's, um, you know, so then I also have all six of my kids are now homeschooled uh, and are uh, in, at various states around the house, uh, plugging in laptops and computers and things like that. Uh, so yeah, it makes, uh, makes life interesting. All right, looks like we have a guest coming in. There hey, he is. Oh, hey, man. Give me a good test on my stream yard because after uh, this past weekend's uh, septic tank, stream yard got really goofy with me and choppy. So that way I can maybe fiddle with this while we're carrying on a little bit and take a look at my settings and whatnot and see if there's something that I get to change. Or... And I'll have a look as we go. So Absolutely. If, kinda, if I look like I'm not paying attention, it's probably because I'm goofing <laughs> down there. All right. Man, I'm jealous of that hat. That's an awesome hat. Oh, my step, my derby. Yeah. This is an original. She's 94 years old. Wow. Yep. I love my old stuff. So I do. <laughs> oh, it, was a, yeah. it was a little chilly in here. And this thing's, this thing's a wonder for holding some heat, especially where... <laughs> I'm lacking the means of keeping my own heat on my head. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yeah, it was uh, today. I think this is going to be our last cold snap of the year. Uh, it's going to get down into uh, the mid 30s um, and then get high into like the uh, mid 60s or so. Uh, but then by the end of the week, uh, we're going to be back up into the 80s and 50s again. So um, not going to be too terribly bad. Uh, just uh, the last one, uh, waiting for after this cold snap, then we're going to start planting our garden, I think. So, so uh, I suspect it'll be a couple of days before some of that weather heads over this away. The rest uh, of my week is going to be breezy and chilly. We ain't even going to touch mid-40s. Right. Five. So I'm glad you joined me because there is uh, there's a topic I've been noticing around on Twitter. And... Right. Uh, it, it's really got me perplexed, and it's the uh, it's the one that's been going around for a while, uh, and mm -hmm. it's the Marvel versus Star Wars. Uh, I guess success rate. Whereas Marvel has uh, really outpaced Star Wars in the movies, and uh, whether it be dollar amount or uh, number of followers or um, cohesive storytelling uh, that mm -hmm. they have because they have all these different branches and whatnot and yeah. it got me thinking that uh, did Star Wars or Disney shoot themselves in the foot by discontinuing the expanded universe and starting over from fresh just with the few uh, with the movies that were out there and put out some new product 
do you think that that could have been, uh, you know, possibly uh, uh, hmm. something that hurt them? Did I see you post this earlier this weekend? As yeah. A question? Yes. I thought yep. so. All right. All right. All right. Ah. <laughs> now I can only give that as, and uh, in my opinion, of course, because I. Well, there's that group of folks that won't go and do that and will paint their opinion <laughs> out as though it's a fact. And yeah, that's things. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of folks saying that on different shows to me or in my opinion, which makes it very respectful and a lot easier for folks to get along. But my thoughts on did they shoot themselves in the foot? I don't believe they did. As a matter of fact, I supported their choice. And amongst our age group in the fandom i'm i think i set myself apart amongst the rest that from the beginning of what was now legends or it wasn't really the canon then because even mr lucas still said those aren't my story they they ain't my stories i, I don't there are and i gave license and permission to go and do that but that's not connected to what he was doing um, yeah, it, it, I was never a supporter of them, I, like I've told many of our other friends. I went and got that very first Heir to the Empire novel, and I got maybe a third of the way through, and I put it down and couldn't finish it. Still to this day, I ain't finished it, nor the other two stories come after it. Mm -hmm. That's just me. And I don't run it around and put it down for, because I don't like it. It just, okay, I, I didn't like it, still don't. Um, no, I think they did do the right thing uh we ain't never heard mr lucas say it was the wrong thing so i would think he was fairly even he he was outside the, that part by then and didn't really have to say one way or the other right uh well let me no. let me let me throw um sure. uh, throw a little clog in there so mm -hmm. marvel's success is mainly through their interconnecting storylines. Mm -hmm. So, and I was trying to think how in the world, you know, did they manage to pull this off? Well, mm -hmm. Marvel started in 1961 as Marvel Company. Yeah. With a lot of their um, uh, their characters and their uh, their story arcs. So. Mm -hmm year after year and a lot of times that they'll run their story arcs like two or three at a time they'll run uh you know this quarter they'll run this story arc this quarter they'll do this story arc this quarter they'll do another story arc and then the you know after a couple of years they'll start doing cross promotions and so for years and years and years with the comics coming out on a weekly basis they've had a they had a much larger um information pool to draw off of they knew what was going to work when they made their movies because they already had reputable sales numbers off of the comics oh you know i don't i don't really want to follow this comic arc i'm gonna uh, i'll skip this one and i'll collect the next four and go from there um so they kind of knew what was going to work and and what wasn't going to work as far as their uh their arc um uh, they, they were already, uh, you know, they were behind. Uh, Star Wars was a little bit behind the gun 
uh, to start with. So then I started thinking, well, let me crunch some numbers because I'm a numbers guy. Mm -hmm. I love math. I love to see how how things yep. are uh, are going. Good. So, and the next time somebody throws up a numbers question, I'm sending me your way, kid, Matt. I RFB don't do math. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so. Marvel, uh, since they started doing the latest editions of their movies, I'm not going back into the 60s and 70s when they were doing like their their B run series and and whatnot. No, but Iron Iron Man was the first in 2008, correct? Correct. Yes. All right. Um, so they had 30 some dang near 40 years to grow this up and up and and it did and it did till it come to the point where they said, you know what, we're gonna. We're going to give this a shot and do it in the way of telling story by way of films. Mm -hmm. And what are they going over 10 years doing that now? Yeah, 12 years. Yeah. So they, they, the worldwide box office numbers, 22 billion that Marvel has brought in. 22 mm. billion dollars. That's a billion with a B, a huge amount of money that they did but it spans over 23 films that they've done over that short amount of time comparatively speaking i mean uh we started in what 77 and have 11 films lucasfilm did 12. yeah i count so, the clone wars film as it was in theaters on this here continent whether folks choose to like it or not it was in a theater it was a theater release it was a feature film 90 minutes it's right? the 12th 12 of all of them. Yeah, whether folks liked it or not isn't a thing, it, it counts. Right. So we have 23 films for Marvel versus 12 films for Star Wars, okay? So if you break it down even further, you have uh, 981 million on average per film for Marvel. Okay. Okay, Star Wars, started uh they he started production in 1975 and started writing out you know his ideas and, and whatnot for it uh and uh, it was released in 77. they've had 12 films and they've had over 10 billion dollars so half when you, as much with, it's half as much but less than half the movies mm -hmm. so and theirs is uh, I believe 933 million per movie is what they have. Hmm. So not bad. It's the uh, when I looked at the numbers, it wasn't as far. Uh, yeah, it wasn't as far off as I thought it was going to be because you've had a uh, was it uh, Endgame was over two billion dollars uh, hmm. alone. Um, you had, um, Iron Man had, uh, a ton of money. Um, let's see, they had one, two, three, four, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of the 23 Marvel films made over a billion dollars. Then they've had some real clunkers that 263 million, um, 370 million, uh, 519 million. Not that those are clunkers, but when you compare mm -hmm. them to the two billion dollar mark, you know they fell way short. Where Star Wars has only had one 
that failed to really produce at the box office and that was solo but they released that right after the last jedi or right before right before five months five months after oh after i knew it was somewhere in there um but yeah so in that with little marketing or anything and it still made more than what it cost to make it so it actually made money uh it's in it's now what they call you know uh, i guess uh, technically a cult classic with Therese, mm-hmm. make sure. Solo 2 happen. Oh, hey, Kilo. Sorry, I didn't say hello earlier, but he's in the chat. Yeah, I seen he was, I seen he was yelling in words in there, <laughs> in, a, in a manner of speaking. Right, so, I mean, it's, it, it's really, it's, as much as I like the extended universe, because I really did, I, I enjoyed quite a bit of it. Because at a time where I wanted to retreat to Star Wars, there wasn't a whole lot that was going on other than the books. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really got in with it. Now, some of them I wasn't quite, you know, like the, um, uh, what was it, uh, the Zahn trilogy, uh, the one that you were talking about, uh, Heir to the, was it Heir to the Empire? Uh, and then. Yeah, the original one in 91. Yeah. Uh, I, there are parts of it, uh, the the crazy Jedi. I didn't quite get, you know, Joris Saboth. Uh, yeah, Joris Saboth, Sabiath. Uh, yeah, me neither. Me neither. You know, it just it, it just seemed just odd. It was a little, yeah. I think it was a little too sci-fi than uh, than what I thought Star Wars was to begin with. Um, so, but I, yep, I you and I see it similar. We see it yeah. similar to you and I do. Uh, but, you know, I, I did read it. I did like some of the characters in there. I like some of the ideas that they put off uh, from there. I liked um, uh, I, I liked the idea of the Emperor's Hand. I, li- I really liked the Thrawn character. I'm glad that they came back and brought him in later um, in a more Star Wars-esque type role. Um, but... Uh, you know, it's it just, I don't know, it's its really hard to uh, to get a handle on, you know, wh- whether they could have or couldn't have d- done better. You know, maybe we could have gotten some more movies. Uh, maybe Disney Plus would have happened a little bit sooner if they would have included the extended universe. So... Um, you know, just because they would have had more of a pool to draw from instead of having to come up with more, you know, all this fresh stuff. So, you know. Uh, well, that's one thing that folks kind of go and run around for a bit, especially, uh, I'll say, a portion of them that weren't really, they had some expectations and turned around and said they'd rather had Heir to the Empire made as a film. And even up into that point in our Star Wars fandom history, even the early 90s, uh, that was about the tail end of time as films were made in general, not even in relation to Star Wars, where films weren't really made based upon novelizations like they were when in the early 70s, late 30s mid 70s late 70s early 80s where there was novels first 
and then you got a film about it and that was only some things that weren't everything yeah that didn't happen coming that was about the tail end of it and when we got into the 2000s that's when novels started falling up when films was released you got the film in the theater and then months later you got the novel about that right yeah yeah so that would have never ever happened and will likely never happen unless it comes out in the way of a fan film anything that was from the old canon and i think the further along it went from post return of the jedi stuff as far as legends went it went just all over the place and in some little parts of it connected and a lot of other parts didn't when it got into the prequel legend stuff then things really connected up and a lot of that would have been fun to have kept in canon but it weren't yeah and i, I kind of like what they're doing now is uh now that they have it established on what they wanted to do uh, they got the original trilogy they got the prequel trilogy they now they're done with the sequel trilogy and they kind of picked a little bit here and there from the extended universe and they're slowly pulling it into mm-hmm. canon uh, the stuff that really works, I thought, in the extended universe is what they're pulling into uh, in, into the canon timeline, and, and I really enjoy that. It uh, it gives me um, I, I get excited when I see that because I know it's like, oh man, what are they going to do next? Where are they going to pull from next? And what's going to be the next? You thing just said you're just you're just getting set up and fixed to getting into reading what they started with. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those stories. Yeah, I've already done through the way of audiobooks. If I could go put down my playlist sometimes, I would surely love to go back and give some of them a re-listen because they are really, really good. And yeah, see, that takes me back to, I want to say it was a year and a half ago when Leland Chi put, put up a tweet around about the time I jumped into Twitterverse saying about he just could not believe how much stuff that was getting picked out of legends and brought into canon and we're still now to this here day seeing just what all that is and i suspect yeah. they ain't done yet oh i, I don't there's think a, there's there's a lot that really surprised me i, I would have never guessed to see coming from and a lot of them i'm happy with because i'm like you were saying earlier about being happy with some parts uh you used the example from uh Heir of the Empire. Mara Jade never sat well with me and neither did Thrawn because I always knew at that point that there were, the, the Galactic Empire was was formed and made up of all humans. It was anti-alien everything everywhere all the time. And then in the yeah. comics and later on uh, post-ROTJ stuff, they, they started including because the Empire was fractured and they were kind of starting to include it to keep up their troop numbers they were including different alien species and i thought now that's not even without palpatine around that's not how the empire right yeah so when when they went and reintroduced thrawn and told the story through that novel that lucasfilm asked mr zon to go and rewrite and introduce into canon and then i went and heard that story then that made sense to me because it had palpitated blessings right straight gone. so then i he sat all right with me and i know some folks are still holding on to marriage aids coming and well she can't <laughs> she just it just won't 
there's not a possible, I don't know how to tell a Star Wars story, but there's some little bitty things, and a lot of them I get wrong, but some of them I might get right, and this one looks right as rain to me. There's, I don't know how there's a way that they would be able to fit her in. It just, it would, and if they did, there would not be able to be any kind of in relation to Luke. It just, that wouldn't work. Right. So that kind of brings me into the into another point that or another topic that I was thinking about. Um, here, I guess it was about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, on uh, uh, my show, I was talking about um, the new Vader comic, and the oh, last yeah. the last uh, shot that they show on there was a shot, and Vader says Padme. So. Ah, oh, that one. All right. Yeah. So Vader go. Uh, he has to go check out this uh, disturbance on this, uh, you know, uh, on this planet. And he goes, gets there, and he's face to face with Padme. So mm -hmm. that, of course, set the world on fire. How in the world? What <laughs> did she? You know, is she alive? Is she dead? Is it a hologram? Who is it? So might as well do the spoiler. Weep, weep. All right. For those that haven't seen it, it has been revealed. It is not Padme. It's her handmaiden. Sabe? Sabe. <laughs> so they go through and she's, um, you know, at first she says, you know, I am the queen. I am, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm the one that's in charge. I have, you know, I'm, I'm the one that's been in hiding because of this, that, and the other thing. And then, you know, Vader's, you know, they keep going through flashbacks of, you know, different things between Anakin and Padme. And, you know, and he won't, it doesn't sit right with him. And so it comes out where, you know, uh, they start to talk about how she went to go investigate. No, you're, you're you're Sabe. You're the handmaiden. You're the one that went and broke into her quarters uh, and to go investigate what was going on, uh, and you know, investigating you know Padme's death. And so they're bringing up this whole plot of Queen Shadow in this new Vader comic which I thought was pretty cool because now it's starting to tie it back around into the novelization. So I, th I thought that was pretty sweet the way that they did that. So, um, this, uh, past, this past issue, how long, how long back was that released? It had to be only a matter of days, I'm guessing. Um, about two weeks ago. Hmm. Because uh, most of the, I don't keep up with the comics. What I do is use my playlist and friends shows in it that mm -hmm. covers comics or in sections of like a splash page or such that deals directly with comics. Yeah, that's how I keep up with. I ain't heard anybody talking that I can recall recently. This most recent issue, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty cool, and I like the way that uh, they kind of brought it together, uh, almost a full circle. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I won't I won't spoil the ending of that, uh, you know, the the comic, 
Uh, but you know, that's I I thought they I, I can't wait now to go and get the next one. Uh, just to, so I can see where this is going, what are they going to do? Because it's set in between, or right after Empire Strikes Back. So it's right after Luke denies him and, you know, falls yeah. into the thing. And now, now Vader wants to go track him down. Um, and it, we were... Uh, sorry, I'm having a little... Well, that brings me to... That, no, you're good. You're good. That just brings me to one question, and I'll let you to figure if you feel it's a spot spoiler and don't want to speak to it, then I understand that, but does he let Sabe walk away from all this? Does she walk away loving? Yes. Okay. That's all I need to know. Uh, I'll, I, I mean, I, I, can go, I can go on. I don't mind. I, well, if it's been out for two weeks, I would expect folks it, really it, keeping up the comments. At least, they at already least did. two weeks. I saw it two weeks ago. And it's right. probably been, uh, I think, actually, I think March 17th is when it came out. So almost a month ago. So that's about the time that Marvel was saying they were going to stop putting out physical copies. And yeah. if folks wanted to keep up, you got to do it digitally. So yeah, a month yeah. ago. Yeah. No, there's everybody that's kept up with it is already on. And everybody that ain't there in, I'm in the same boat they are. That I, I won't won't expect that they'd be feeling too badly about being. Old. All right. So basically, Vader is so upset that he realizes that Luke is his son. It's like a hundred. You know, it's like there were rumblings. You know, the and I even asked a question because I couldn't remember hmm. how did Vader find out. Because all we see at the end of uh, New Hope, we have mm -hmm. uh, Vader flies in. He's behind him. He says, this pilot's strong with the Force. Han comes in, blasts him away. He goes carting off. Uh, and then in Empire, you know, then we have, you know, he already knows about Skywalker. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, well, who told him? You know, it's like, <laughs> I remember who, and even I didn't follow the comics, but I followed that enough back in, oh, geez, it had to be original Star Wars run. Somewhere in, uh, I don't remember what the hell the issue was. But uh, you're leading up to him kind of dispatching Boba Fett to see where he can find it. Yeah, it's uh, 80, 1980, right. somewhere in there, I think, is when that was. Um, I had to go back and look it up because I couldn't remember either. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, so he gets the information. So now after uh, Empire, when Luke spurns him and jumps off into the uh, trash compactor or the trash little chute. Uh, I don't know what it is about Luke and trash chutes, but they just uh, they, they have a magnetic uh, attraction or something. Um, that was his sister's fault. Well, you know. She's um, the one that found that and then started. <laughs> That's a different thing. That's a different thing. That's a different thing. So uh, he's, uh, you know, he's upset. Vader is upset because Luke is so strong with the Force, but yet he's, uh, in his mind, he's so weak mentally. Mm -hmm. You know, because he doesn't understand his potential. He didn't see the good thing on what he could do if he joined with Vader. So he says he's weak. Now he wants to go and punish those that made him weak. 
he wants to go punish those that hid Luke from him, you know, uh, after Padme died. So the Emperor, you know, tells, you know the Emperor tells him, you know, what, what happened to Padme? And the Emperor says, you know, she's dead. And of course, you get that, no, you know, at the end of, uh, you know, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, but no one said anything about the children or the child is all he knows about at this point. So he, you know, so now he wants to go and punish those that hid Luke from him and punish those that um, that have made him weak. So he goes to Tatooine uh, to investigate what's going on. Um, and then... Uh, Oh, I'm trying to remember how it. Uh, uh, oh, and uh, goes to Tatooine, and then goes to her quarters uh, on Coruscant. Uh, and uh, Padme says they've been uh, they've been closed off, and no one's been in ever since her death. And then he notices that there's a little tracker device in there, and he traces that back to this planet, and then sees Sabe. So once they have that confrontation, they realize who is who. You know, Vader's still Vader, and he realizes that she is Sabe. So now Vader offers his hand to her and says, let's go find, let's go find out what really happened to Padme. And they go on a shuttle together. Hmm. And then now it's going this is really looking to me like they're really doing this kind in really kind of long form is you can see all the little hints of it is they're fixing to set this up to start to kind of humanize Darth Vader yeah Anakin inside so by the time it hits return of the Jedi and Luke has brought him on that landing platform mm-hmm uh, yeah, and he's like, Luke tells me, no, you're still Anakin Skywalker, my father. And then what leads up to Anakin making that choice when he sees his life in jeopardy to put Darth Vader down. Yeah, I think they're, they're setting, they're taking him through all this little thing to slowly start putting that human part of Anakin back. It's inside of Darth Vader. I'm guessing. I mean, I'd be glad to eat some crow if I'm wrong on that. So we'll see how that turns um, up, and I'm sure it'll take a bit. Yet. I, I think you're correct. And from what I've seen uh, kind of going around is that there, uh, Vader was already planning on trying to take over. He mentioned it in uh, Revenge of the Sith to Padme that you know, uh, I, I'm stronger than he is. I can take over. We can rule the galaxy together. She died. Empire. You know, we'll overthrow the emperor. We can take over as father and son. Come on, help me out. Didn't work. And, uh, you know, it's so he's always plotting to try to get this. And, and Palpatine is such a master manipulator. And the torture <laughs> that he puts vader through to keep him in that dark side energy in that anger is uh, i it's relentless and uh, i wow yeah it's it's hard to fathom uh the torture that uh, that anakin has 
gone through, every time that he starts to get a little crack, you know, Palpatine will shoot him with lightning or knock him down a few pegs or, you know, throw him in mm-hmm. with a Thrawn type character. Um, you know, he'll uh, have him, you know, uh, bend about, uh, you know, bend a knee to a, uh, you know, to uh, an officer that is lower rank and, uh, and the emperor just absolutely loves it and keeps him in check. So I think it, that's what it's going to come out to is that uh, you know, Vader is going to become more human. He's going to get that uh, get that ability back, and the Emperor I think is going to make a one too many mistakes, uh, and Vader's going to be able to hide it from him, uh, and until at the right time, because. Palpatine was unaware, I think, of that Vader was going to uh, do it at that point in time. He thought that he had succeeded, and it threw it. It gave him a shock when he was thrown into the reactor, and he had to act quick. And he wasn't he wasn't fully prepared to do that essence transfer or whatever in Revenge or uh, Rise of Skywalker uh, that we you know that we get to know about. So. I don't know. It's uh, it, it's cool, and I, I love it because it's it's keeping me engaged and interested on what's coming next. What are they going to do? Mm. So yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm I'm really excited for Star Wars, and then you throw in the High Republic stuff that they're doing. And well, we got some time to we get up onto that, and some of them new books you says not mailbox that. You ain't like laid in laid in eye on any page of any of them yet, have you? No. Ooh, do you know what's your what's your pick that you want to start with? Because if you ain't greatly certain, I gotta recommend. Uh, I think I'm going to start with uh, Dooku Jedi Lost because right. that, uh, as far as the timeline, that's the one that starts first. All right, so you're gonna go timeline wise, yeah? I, I was gonna go about. timeline and see see how well that that gets me. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of the, like, I know the premise of Bloodline, although I haven't read the book, but I know what it's about, and so now mm-hmm. I want to read the details. Uh, and some of the other right. ones, I know, I know the premise of the book, but I don't have the the nitty gritty and the detail that that i that i want so the one uh, i'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on is yeah my recommend would have been but since you're going timeline i think this would end up being the second one out of the lot that you got was would be lost stars lost stars wait oh i cannot wait to hear what you think because it tells it goes behind the story and follows it kind of like what Star Wars Resistance did in relation to the sequels. It, it ran parallel, but the side or just off to the side, as some folks would say. Yeah, Lost Stars does that pretty much. It not pretty much. It does it before A New Hope, and then it runs just behind. Okay. In the way of the story, taking taking you through things you're familiar with that happened in different points of that story. Oh, that's From awesome. A, a, few years quite a few years before the story of a new hope starts clean up into right about the end of the battle of jakku oh that whole 
four, five years. It's five year span when you count the Battle of Jakku, which took place awesome. the year after Return of the Jedi. So yeah, yeah, we know we know the original trilogy takes place in the span of four years. So if you throw in that a year after Return of the Jedi is when the Battle of Jakku happens. Yeah, there's a five year story that you get to spend with them them characters. And I know folks goes and says, it's, well, it's a young adult novel. Understand the definition of what a young adult novel means. It doesn't mean that the authors intended it for young adults. It means the characters that take place in whatever that story is, in this case, it's a Star Wars story, mm-hmm. are young adults. That don't mean that, that it's meant for my girls. It's for anybody. It's just right. that, so that you know that the characters in the story are young adults. And yeah. Uh, you're gonna love them. They're the best. They're the oh, best. I mean, even I, some of my favorite books are considered uh, young adult. Harry Potter. I love the mm-hmm. Harry Potter series. I mean, I have. I, I don't know. Uh, you got to, ink. You know, it's I, I got Harry Potter ink. I, I when I first read the first Harry Potter, I was like, man, I can't even get through this. It's just, uh, it's written so, for such a young audience at that time, mm-hmm. you know, 12, 13 years old, and I found it hard to get into. And then uh, somebody I was working with said, no, no, once you get past the first one, maybe two, then it really starts to grow grow on you. And I so I, I got it right as, got into it as book three came out. So I read the first two, then bought the third one, and by the third one, I was hooked. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was good. Uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, um, young adult book, but I I love mythology, um, and mm-hmm. so I you know I had to pick that up and, and read it. Um, Hunger Games, I read those books, and those are considered young adult books. Uh, some of my favorite uh, you know favorite subjects uh, you know are considered that. So I don't I don't mind. You know that part of it whatever they want to label just tell me a good story yep exactly yeah i never did harry potter i didn't do the hunger games novels my girls did and loved them and then when the films come along that yeah, they got me hooked into watching that mm-hmm. uh, especially my my abigail yeah when it was first out she would just put it on and it would just be a loop it would just be back to back to back to back and at one point i just sat down with her and started watching i thought oh damn this is a good story this is it. and then yeah and then i went i had to hunt them all up for myself and i that's something else i should go and do i've been jumping back into firefly a little bit mm-hmm. i think once i finish that up i might have to go back through and, and break down uh break them down into maybe like quarter type parts i can do them because i usually sit and watch i'll lay and watch something after i wake up in the morning before i get up out of bed and then start my playlist up and stuff that's when i right. usually do my watch yeah i'm happy hunger game sounding good to give a watch to you again yep. <laughs> awesome so let's see i'm trying to think what else i had because uh, i don't want to run over too much time because i have uh we got two med two coming up soon so um yeah he's, want to- he's gonna have a full stream yard house so i think i'm just gonna be floating around in the chat because there's going to be four of them on there, and yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll keep it on chat room so them that lot can go and carry on and have a lot of fun. I do want to ask you on a side note: What is Star Wars through the ages Twitter 
because I can't. Sorry. I don't have. I, I just I reduced it down to one. Just my um, Charlie Redport. Yep. And All right. Now that explains why I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, it it was getting confusing trying to go back and forth and tweet and retweet and I'd get double triple mm-hmm. messages and uh, so I just uh, I condensed it down to one um, but mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, I think it's a little more you right. know, I, I, I like technology but sometimes uh, too much of it and especially on Twitter because you say one thing next thing you know you got 30 30 retweets and you know in 150 comments not that i have those numbers but i'm sure you do um you know it's uh, you know and my phone's going to be constantly blowing up and so i can just kind of manage it all through one account now and go from there yeah i still only have just the one that's that's me i, I don't see any other reason to have a different i can only be me i can't be nobody else or under any other sort of no the only reason i asked it was because not too long ago was it somebody not too long ago asked for um new star wars podcast and meaning a year or less i think it was brandon from clashing sabers okay it wasn't this past weekend it was weekend four he went and asked and i woke up in the morning and i seen that and there's a couple folks were kind of pitching there well here's me here and i thought wait you're asking and i seen that question I, I want in on this. You, you're asking me who's new. I will tell you everybody that's new. And, right. and yeah, it went on for it went on for what was it? What did I make it like a three-page tweet? Because I went and gathered everything. And when I went hunting for through the ages, that was the one that stumped me. I sat for 45 dang minutes trying to find through the ages, and I couldn't find it. And I thought some I should just DM you and ask you instead of asking you live on here now. We can half later. That's that's the, that's when I kind of end up getting, holy crap, way more attention than what I was aiming for. I was just, <laughs> I was just fixing, fixing to be a help to somebody who was asking to hand. You said you want to know who new shows are? Here's seventy of them. Right. No, you yeah. you are the podcast archivist. That is that is for certain. But, um. All right, so let me get your thoughts uh, on sure. uh, the uh, Mandalorian and uh, Ahsoka possible live action news. What do you think there? Mm. Well, if you know me, I'm not one for speculation, mm-hmm. uh, though I do deal in spoilers and I keep them to myself. And that's mostly by way of. Uh, Friends of ours like Bespin Bulletin and Mr. Ward. Uh, uh, beyond that, if there's a way that Mr. Favreau's found that he wants to write her into this in a way that we ain't expecting, then that's surely what he's going to do. Uh, uh, on speculation, I can't say that I have any wants because. Friends that know me know I don't know how to say. I want to see this or that in whatever given Star Wars story it is. It's a film, or if it's something what's meant to be Disney Plus or a novel. If he can make this work and do that, he did it with a 
50-year-old child that we weren't never expecting and smacked us all upside head with it. And <laughs> look where we look where we're sitting with it now. Everybody loves it absolutely and introduced us to a whole other side of what Mandalorians are that we would have never ever expected and we love it and eat it all up. So he can find some way of fitting her into that part of the story. Just what you said, yeah, I'll put it in the pot and boil all the way down. It's simple, just what you said yeah. just a uh, short while ago. Tell me a story. And if it includes her. Yeah. That's I, a story. I, I like I like the character in Clone Wars. Uh, I like the brief appearance in Rebels. Uh, I haven't read the book yet, but uh, I heard it was pretty good. Uh, not sure if it's canon. Ahsoka? The novel Ahsoka? Yeah. The novel Ahsoka? Oh, it's canon. Okay. So I, I wasn't sure if it was or if that's one that they just kind of put out and it's just classified under mm-hmm. Legends. I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll get that one as well and I'll read that. Um a lot of people are, you know, are, were complaining about, you know, oh, if they get Rosario Dawson to do it and, you know, oh, it's just going to be awful. And I, all I would have to say to those people is go, uh, go watch uh, Sin City. Uh, it, that's an action flick. It was, a, it's a Frank Miller movie. It's all mostly all black and white. And there are several, several action scenes that are in there. Uh, she's in Daredevil and does some action scenes. Uh, she can definitely pull it off. So uh, I'm kind of excited to see what they do with it. If she's in there, great. If she's not, okay, great. You know, no no big deal. Um, you know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge later. But if, if uh, you know, they definitely have an actress that can pull it off. Um, yeah, it's not Ashley Eckstein, wow. but, you know, but it's okay. No. Ashley's the voice. Yeah. And yes, she's an actress. She's done some film, and that's been a little ways back. Um, I'm thinking I'm sitting for myself. I'm sitting in a fortunate spot because I know little to nothing about Ms. Dawson. So I can't say, well, I would never go and say that I hate this actor or an actress. If there's something just ain't for me, that's something I keep to myself unless somebody goes and asks me my thoughts on it, and then it'll only go about that far. Lucasfilm ain't done any kind of wrong yet. Throughout of the 40 years, they've been telling these different stories in, in in live action kind of forms. And even now, yeah, we got new storytellers that were are entrusted with telling these stories in a way that Lucasfilm and the storytellers know how Mr. Lucas would have told it. They're not going to disrespect that. They will not. Uh, watching the Skywalker legacy that come with Rise of Skywalker, that two-hour feature showing how most of Rise of Skywalker was put together and what all Lucasfilm went through in that, what was it, two-year period to put it together. Mm -hmm. Love and sweat and blood and tears that it took and how much everybody from all the assistants to the fellow in the back to the, the studio sweeping, yeah, put every ounce of love fandom that they got because they're all fans like us they put into it but Lucasfilm if they feel that Miss Dawson has what chops they want her to have to tell this story then she's in and I've got every faith and trust and I would hope most of our fandom would do they're they're not going to let do this wrong I mean they even asked John to come and do this and he's doing it and 
for eight chapters? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe there's eight more coming. It's going to be something new and different to add to this. It's going to be the same way. And we're going to love it. They feel that she's the right one to do it. Then tell me that story. Because she can yeah. be it. And they'll see to it that she'll do that. She already said a couple of years ago she's been wanting to do this. Yeah. Here we are. Let her, let her do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Just tell me the stinking story already. That's all I want. Just give me the story. I want to wait till October for for Mandalorian to come out. I want it now. Just just dump it. I want it. See, I won't be that kind of impatient. I won't be that kind of impatient. <laughs> yeah, we gotta wait. We gotta wait. And when it's time to be told that story, then that that'll be the time when it's time. I, uh, I can no. wait. I'm in no hurry. We're already flying into. We're halfway through April already. Where did yeah. the rest of? Where did March go? No, I'm, I'm not in a hurry. I want to get there and see it the same as the rest of us. I'm, just for me, I ain't in a hurry. Take, take your time. We've got stories in between yet to be told. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, just, uh, it's, uh, it, 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 it's Star Wars, and we just... I, I, mm-hmm. I know you and I both can't get enough of it, so uh, no. kind of drives my wife crazy a little bit, but that, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, um, well that, I mean that's all I had for uh, for this episode of Star Wars Through the Ages. Uh, appreciate you jumping on. Anytime to sit and talk, even if it's only a matter of minutes with with our friends, I'm all in for sure. Awesome! Uh, thank well, you for having me. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah, well I mean we'll have a few minutes. So grab uh, grab a drink, grab something to eat real quick, yep. and then we can hop on uh, two med two. Uh, don't forget everybody if you're listening if you're here in the chat which I think most everybody's jumped off now uh, but uh, join 2Med2 Star Wars Network uh, here on YouTube for a live chat Uh, he normally has some really cool guests on and then uh, whoever jumps in to get uh, tanked then that's uh, who's going to jump in but uh, appreciate that I already know Oh yeah, who's coming up in Yep. In fifteen in fifteen minutes. Right. Everybody head on over to the big old back of the tank. We all gonna jump in together. All right. So Miss uh, Miss Christina, thank you for jumping in. Mr. Rez, Kilo, um, two med two, it was good to see you. Uh, and we'll see you guys soon. Thank you. See you in the back of the tank. Evening Star Wars friend. May the force be with all of you. <laughs>